help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics blow the doors off the San Antonio Spurs. Final score, 137-93. to That is correct, a 44-point win for this Celtics team. Super impressive. Gonna follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through play of the game, Run through some of the highs, some of the lows. That section, super short tonight. Uh, to get things started here, there is one person and one person only that deserves player of the game, and that is Jalen Brown. My goodness, was this just an unbelievable performance. We'll start with the stat line here. 41 points, 13 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal. Right? Unreal. This is a game, no Jason Tatum. And I tweeted this prior to the game. This is Jalen Brown's perfect opportunity to pad his stats a little bit, right? Strengthen his case for all NBA. And he did that and then some. This game was absolutely incredible. Final shooting numbers, 18 of 29 from the field, 2 of 10 from 3. Do that math out, right? That is 17, or I'm sorry, 16 of 19. From two, the three point shooting numbers, not very good, right? 20%, not very good. However, 16 of 19 from inside the arc is absolutely mind blowing. That is 84%, 84% inside the three point line. This was as good as it gets from Jalen Brown. And it wasn't just his shooting that put this game into superstar level. He rebounded at a very high level. Defensively, there were a couple plays where he looked fantastic. He also had a steal in tonight's game, but he looked really good start to finish in this game. Came out firing on all cylinders early and just continued it over and over. Had 15 points after the first quarter. Uh, went to the bench a little bit in that second. Still had 26 points at halftime. Then he went out 36 after the third. He had 41, uh, so only, what, five points in the fourth quarter? He sat for the majority of it, right? Joe Mazzula did Jalen a, a, a little bit of a favor and let him stay in after pulling most of the starters because he had 39 points. Uh, and as soon as Jalen Brown hit a fadeaway mid-range in the lane, uh, Joe Mazzula subs him immediately out. As soon as he got his 40 points, JB was done for the night. Uh, so you got to give a little bit of credit to, to Joe Missoula for allowing Jalen to you know, stay in the game that extra minute or I guess really 30 seconds uh, to get his 41st point. But really, really solid game from Jalen Brown. And this is a, you know, you got all of those rumors circulating about, you know, Jalen Brown wanting out. And I'm putting that in quotations for the people listening on the podcast. You obviously can't see that. Uh, I'm putting that in quotations. That article was written before the trade deadline. It was back in January. It finally made its way out or was published, but that interview was done prior to the trade deadline when all of those rumors about JB and KD was floating around. That has come and gone. I don't really put much validity to it, but at this point, you know, you've got a ton of people talking about it. 
And Jalen Brown comes out, does this 41-point double-double, and gets a standing ovation at the end of this game. As soon as he checks out, there was a standing ovation. Jalen Brown stood up and just admired it. And this is the type of stuff that you love to see. If you're a Celtics fan, you want Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum on this team for a long time. And nights like these makes it a little bit easier of a decision to stick around. At least that's what I'm hoping for, right? But outside of Jalen Brown, this was a pretty complete win for the Celtics. Celtics had a lot of guys step up. We'll start with really the trio of guards that we have. Marcus Smart, uh, Brogdon, Derek White. All three of them, really solid games. Uh, And some people will look at Marcus Smart, seeing him get ejected. Uh, He got two technicals tonight, was ejected from tonight's game. Prior to getting tossed, he looked pretty good out there, though. Offensively, he was trying to do a little bit more with Jason Tatum out. He was two of six from three. Again, those numbers, not bad. 33%, a little bit lower than you know his average. Uh, four of 10 from the field. Overall, wasn't forcing a ton. I know it seems like he took a lot of shots. Most of those shots, wide open. Wide open. I'd still like to see him try to get into the line a little bit more than he did tonight. But overall, it was a solid game. Defensively, he brought a ton of energy. Offensively, he did move the ball pretty well in this one. Uh, So overall, solid. Derek White, another phenomenal performance. 19 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, 2 blocks, only 1 turnover, a team high, plus 41, right, in 33 minutes, 7 of 11 from the field. This is another phenomenal performance from Derek White, stepping up over and over and over again. He is one of the most consistent players on this team, and he just continues to show out. And this was against his former team, which I'm sure you know, made him feel pretty damn good. Uh, but honestly, I think the, the next best guy in this one wasn't smart or white. It was Brogdon. You know, we talk about, you know, six man candidate, 20 points, five rebounds, nine assists, a team high nine assists, as well as a steal and a block zero turnovers, six of 12 from the field. Malcolm Brogdon was getting to the rim at ease. Seven of eight from the free throw line as well. So a lot of this game, Malcolm Brogdon was there and just forcing his way to the rim. Like when you're getting 12 shots up and you're, you know, number two, number three in the NBA and three point percentage, and you're only taking three threes, like that is absolute perfection. Obviously, we know that, you know, threes are a good shot, especially when the Celtics are shooting 40.9% from three. Again, most of those were created, not taken. Big difference. We've talked about that on the podcast. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon is creating those opportunities because he's getting into the lane and dishing out finding guys. Easy looks. Easy looks is what he's creating. And it shows with the nine assists today. Again, when his mindset is get downhill and find guys, this team is unstoppable because you've got a lot of guys in front of him that are playing at such a high level. I am very much on the the bandwagon of keeping Derek White in the starting lineup, continuing to roll Malcolm Brogdon out as the sixth man and keep Robert Williams on the bench as well. Obviously, you know, with no Jason Tatum, 
we still were starting Derek White, but we actually threw Sam Hauser in the starting lineup as well. Overall, I thought his minutes, fine. Didn't do too much. You know, six points, four rebounds, and assist, fine. Right? Defensively, fine. Overall, though, you've got a bunch of guys just stepping up and playing a massive role in this game. Robert Williams played another great game. Uh, 19 minutes tonight, pretty much stayed stayed right on course from last game. But 11 points, 8 rebounds, as well as a block in those 19 minutes. 5 of 7 from the field. This was Robert Williams like actually looking for shots when he got it down low. He did kick out once, got an assist on one of them. Actually, I guess it was a hockey assist on one of them. Uh, but this was Robert Williams. Anytime he was around the rim, got the ball, he was going right up with it. And I love to see him being aggressive with that because it forces guys to stick to him, right? Really good game overall from him. Al Horford as well, right? This is a game. I mean, he had six points, right? Two of six from three. Those were his only shots. But he had nine rebounds, four assists, a steal, three blocks. You know, these guys, you talk like they stepped up. They played a phenomenal game defensively after the first quarter. All right, we'll talk about all of that, though. Uh, but this is a game, complete dominance. You look at the second half stats, we outscored them 28 to 19 in the third, 41 to 16 in that fourth quarter. Like, that's the game, right? That is the game. And then even honestly, if you go back to the second, we gave up 26 points that quarter, uh, which, again, I'm I'm very happy. Anything sub 27, 28. So 26 points in a quarter, absolutely take that all day long, right? We scored 38. Offensively, we were on fire all night long. Defensively, things stepped up on a completely different scale in that second half. This Spurs team came out and they were shooting the ball really well. We got outscored 32-30 in the first quarter. And then we gave up 26 in the second. We held them to 19 points in that third quarter, 16 points in the fourth. Right? This is a game defensively. The Celtics just played at such a different level than we've seen in a long time. And this Spurs team is not good, right? 19 and 55 on the season. They are not a good team. Offensively, they're not terrible. Defensively, they don't guard anything. They, there is a revolving door at the rim against this team. Uh, offensively, they're not terrible. So they came out. They showed that in the first half. Second half, the Celtics defense just clamped them shut. They couldn't do anything, anything at all. Uh, but offensively, like that's kind of the story in this one, right? 137 points, 28 assists, solid, 40.9%. From three, we got to the free throw line. We were 15 of 21. That number, whatever, right? It's, you know, the 21 free throws is good. Free throw percentage, a little bit lower than what we're used to. You know, the Celtics are one of the best in regards to free throw percentage in the NBA. Uh, but overall, like you look and the Celtics just dominated everything tonight. 61 to 38 on the rebounds. We had nine offensive rebounds, 29 assists to their 22. Like we had 11 blocks to their zero, right? 29 fast break points to their eight, 62 points in the paint to their 46. 
Like this is just an absolute domination from this Celtics team. And you love to see it. You love to see it. Like everybody that played, I thought played a pretty solid role. J.D. Davison got some garbage time minutes. I thought he looked really good in this one as well. Five points, a rebound, two assists. He had the alley-oop to uh, Luke Cornett that he put in. I mean, Mike Muscala went in. He hit three threes. Like, everybody that played stepped up. Blake Griffin, two assists, took a charge. Actually, it was called for a foul, and then they reviewed it, and he got the charge. So another good review from Joe Mazzulla in a time where it did not matter whatsoever. But he's sticking up for his guys, and I love to see it. The Celtics really came out guns blazing in this one, start to finish. The offense was phenomenal throughout this one. Uh, defensively, started slow, but picked up in that second half. And my God, the Spurs just, they we locked them up. Couldn't do anything. So really solid overall game. It's led from Jalen Brown in this one. I uh, played the most minutes, but... Again, 41 points, 13 rebounds. The guy was just on a mission and mission accomplished. Unbelievable game overall. Uh, I do want to talk about some of the negatives. Again, I'll keep that section ridiculously short because there aren't a lot of negatives. But I do want to talk about kind of the standings at this point. Uh, before we dive into all of that, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt-in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. And to make this even sweeter, for all of you mass holes out there, DraftKings is officially live in Massachusetts. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly, win or lose. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. So want to dive into some of the negatives. Again, super short section here. Because honestly, the only negative that I'm taking from today's game 
is the fact that defensively we started slow. That's it, right? The offense got hot early, stayed hot. Defensively, giving up 32 points in that first quarter, followed by a 26-point quarter in the second, isn't great. The Spurs were basically getting to the rim when they wanted. They were shooting pretty well. They were getting open shots. And that, to me, is the issue, right? It's not really a giant, like, I don't know, issue that I'm focused on. It's not something that I think is going to continue throughout because clearly it didn't even continue throughout today's game. But there are points in today's game where the Celtics just looked like they did not care. And maybe it's because the offense was playing at such a high level. They just thought that they could outshoot them. They could outplay them on the offensive side. You don't want that to happen against an actual team. And I'm not saying that the Spurs aren't an actual team, but like they're not very good, right? Like there's a reason they're at the absolute bottom of the NBA. Like the only team that has a worse winning percentage, actually, I guess the Pistons and the Rockets, that's it. They're the, they have the third worst winning percentage in the entire NBA, right? So they're not a good team. So do that against a team that's not, you know, sub (laughs) sub 30 percent and that might be an issue and instead of being down two after the first you might be might be down 10 right because the defense is going to be much better facing literally anybody else uh so again there's there's things that the Celtics still can improve on in a 44 point win which is wild to say uh but overall that's it that's it The Celtics absolutely dominated this one. I don't want to talk about much of the negatives. I do want to talk about the standings, though, because this is getting real interesting real quick. Because the Celtics, after today's win, uh, Philly lost last night. Milwaukee lost last night. So right now, we're a game and a half back of Milwaukee. Four games, or Philly's four games back. So we've got a two and a half game lead over Philly for that two spot. And we own the tiebreaker, meaning we're really three and a half games up on Philly. So the Celtics are in a really good spot to secure at a minimum the two seed. Now, looking at the Bucks' schedule, they have a pretty tough schedule coming up. Uh, and the Celtics really don't. Like we've got, you know, they're playing us, Philly, Chicago, Memphis. Uh, And the Celtics have a lot of games against kind of middling teams. Like we're playing, again, Milwaukee and Philly, but the rest of that for the Celtics is not as hard. So this is very much an opportunity for the Celtics to go out there and make a run. Because at this point, like if we beat the Milwaukee Bucks on Thursday, which which is when we play them, right? We have the opportunity to essentially be tied with them. To be tied at that point right? Because they've got a game. We've got another game prior to that. If they lose and then we beat them again, we'll both be at 23 losses and potentially 54 wins if we win our game against Washington as well. So this is an opportunity for the Celtics to really come out and give themselves an opportunity to get that one seed before the end of the season. Again, there are not a lot of games left. Right now, we have played 75, so we have seven games left total. 
And we've got a game and a half to make up. Fortunately for the Celtics, one of those games is Milwaukee, though. Right? So this gives us a little bit of an opportunity to take advantage of our schedule. Uh, so this is where this is where things stand. It's going to be interesting as we kind of get down to the wire with this. But uh, that's where we're going to wrap things up. This is, a, this is a fun time of year. Celtics, three straight wins of 20-plus points. And today, 44-point win. It's just as good as it gets in Boston. So uh, that's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics till I die and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics game day recap. Have a great night. Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Yeah. You couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we to Celtics? Who are we to Celtics?